What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and this is episode 19, and we're here to talk some sports, drink some bourbon, and of course, we're going to rate some bourbon at the end of the show, so check out that segment. Yeah, we got a couple of Jefferson's Reserves, uh, just the, the small batch and then the, the single barrel. Cool. So, uh, cool. We'll, we'll check those out at the end of the show. Good Thanksgiving week. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Went down to T-Town, did a little tailgating. <clears throat> Excuse me. Saw some family. Had some turkey, obviously, some ham. Uh, we grilled out some steaks one night. Yeah, how was your spot on the quad? Nice? Were you it was on the real, quad? I was real close to Denny Chimes. Sweet. I was probably about 50, 40, 50 yards from Denny Chimes, right there Yeah, yeah. to the right side. So, yeah, it was couldn't good. We had a good it. turnout to the tailgate. Didn't, I wanted to make it, but it, I couldn't get, make it. Didn't get anybody come up. Asking about the show, but uh, okay. we did have a good turnout. It's probably between, you know, Calissa's friends and classmates and all the family and the other friends that we had, you know, 30, 40 people. So nice. It was it was a good turnout. Good turnout. Nice. Well, before we before we launch into the show, what, mm-hmm. I got a little topic. What's your five must haves for Thanksgiving? Your Thanksgiving meal. Well, your last meal. What are the five <laughs> things you're asking for? My my favorite. Is my mom's pumpkin pie, so I'm gonna start with dessert. because right. that, that's, that's my favorite. I love my mom's pumpkin pie. Can't nobody, and I'm sure everybody says the same thing. Can't nobody make it like their mama. Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of people try. My wife's tried to replicate my mama's recipe and still can't make it like my mama. Yeah, so. I'm sorry to all the ladies in in our lives, but you know there's something about mama's oh, cooking yeah. for so, sure. So I'm gonna have to go pumpkin pie for sure. Um, you. Throwing, throwing me off here. It's hey, uh, unscripted, baby. It's unscripted. Wasn't expecting to be asked about that. You know, another thing I like is uh, the uh, devil's eggs. Deviled eggs. No, that's, I wouldn't have seen that one coming. Yeah. But. Now, my wife does those real good, so I like those. I like the, the eggs. That's a southern That's a southern Thanksgiving Yeah, yeah even some of the restaurants down here in the south, you can get them as an appetizer. You know, right. different types of uh, deviled eggs, different flavors and stuff. But, yeah, I like I like the eggs. Uh, what else do I have to have? You know, I like I like the turkey. Threw him a curveball. You did. You threw me a curveball. I like turkey. The, come on, man. I like the turkey. Turkey's a given. Well, Turkey's a given. Five must haves. Must have a turkey. All right. I guess must. you get, you like standard oven cooked. New, 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 new. What you like? Uh, my favorite is Deep. smoke smoking it on the Joe. I got you, know, you. Injecting it. With some Creole butter, stuffing it with some some fresh herbs and spices, and then just slow cooking it on the on the in the yeah. ceramic egg on the jug. Uh, my second favorite would be deep frying it. Yeah, I, I've never been one for a baked one. And actually, the way we did it uh, Thursday was it was in a like a deep fryer, but it's a it's like a propane infrared one. Doesn't use any oil. Oh, nice. And it and uh, we we soaked it in brine for for mm-hmm. twenty four hours. And it was real moist and juicy, nice. so it turned out good. All right, so you got to, you know, I'm a sweet potato guy. I like yams. Yeah. You know. I like yeah, that's a must with to with me, some, sweet with, potato with some, marsh, with some With some caramelized marshmallows on top. A lot of brown sugar and butter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a... That's basically gotta, a dessert. Gotta throw that on her. So I got, well, no, I deserve my pumpkin pie. Got <laughs> so you. you got your turkey. You start off with your eggs, then you, you got your turkey... I like mashed potatoes. You know, I'm old right. school. Uh, yeah, for sure. So I, I think I named five. I guess, uh, so I got the 
the yams, the turkey, the pumpkin pie, the deviled eggs, and the mashed potatoes. So I gotta good. have those because I like to. Of course, you know, I'm, if I'm gonna cheat a little, say six, I'm gonna throw some of that gravy on the turkey and on the on the taters, and then just drag my turkey through my taters that's and it, eat yeah. it like that. Oh yeah, that's sir, that's definitely the way to eat it. So what I leave off of your list? Uh, no, I'm definitely a mashed potatoes and gravy. My mom is uh, she's known for gravy, right. so my, her gravy's that's, that's my mother-in-law. Yeah, she's she's really good at gravy, and uh, I like broccoli casserole. To me, broccoli casserole is a must. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, macaroni and cheese I, is a is kind of a is kind of a must. But I'm from a I'm from a midwestern background, so right. mac and cheese isn't really well, normally on the list. Right. Well, I started to say mac and cheese, but it, it like you said, it's not necessarily a traditional Thanksgiving. Now, in our family, on my wife's side, and I think you've had it before, they do like a mac and cheese that's made out of spaghetti noodles. Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. got cheese and I think it's got mayonnaise in it and that I don't even know what all she puts in it, but that stuff's delicious. Yeah, now that, it's a, that, it's a plate that, of goodness. That's a must. I know that much. <laughs> and I got to have my mom's lemon meringue pie. Okay. You know, a lemon meringue doesn't really fit the Thanksgiving right. theme, but and per, pumpkin pie, obviously, but lemon meringue, you know, it's that's always a must. But anyway, I thought I'd throw you that curveball, man. Yeah, I, I got I gotta add I got to add that that spaghetti mac and cheese. Yeah, mac that, and that would be that would be second behind the, the pumpkin pie to me. That stuff is so good. Yeah, <laughs> not good um, for you, but it's so good. Nah, that's not the point. I think <laughs> that's what we were we were talking about at work today, <laughs> and uh, somebody was talking about losing weight, and I was like, "You don't lose weight in the holidays. It's Thanksgiving, the wrong time Christmas. To start. Just that's forget right. about it if, if you want to revisit that in uh, January. You know, after New Year, you got to get through the New Year." Then maybe you can have your yeah. New Year's resolution and just work out a little harder the yeah. day after, you know. That's, yeah. yeah, don't fight it. It's gonna happen. This, this was built. This was <laughs> built off of Thanksgiving meals. That's so. right. That's right. Sweet. All right. Well, good deal. You ready to yeah, let's jump do. in with an opening toast? Let's do it. All right. You want to start? Or you want me to start? Ah, let me start because I have a feeling we're gonna we might want to discuss yours a little bit. Yeah, a little bit longer than mine. Mine is just a. I'm gonna keep it real simple. Nate Oates, coach at the University of Alabama. They went up to the Phil Knight tournament that we talked about last weekend. They didn't win the tournament, but they did win two out of three games. Yeah. And the two teams they beat, uh, Michigan State right. and number one UNC. <clears throat> Impressive. And that, that game, that game against UNC yesterday went to four overtimes. Right, yeah. I mean, it came down to the wire. It was a I wouldn't have been mad win or lose. You know, no, that I mean, was a great game. I hated that one of the teams had to lose, but it right. It was a it was a hell of a game. They moved up to 11th in the AP rankings. Yeah, saw that. And when I was glancing through the AP rankings today, 11th was the highest SEC school tied with Arkansas. We both tied at 11. And behind us Kentucky, obviously, if we were the highest SEC school. Kentucky, UNC, Duke, yeah. and Gonzaga. Would you have ever thought you'd be able to look at the basketball rankings and see us ahead of those guys? No. So that's no. all hats off to Nate Oates and what he's done with that program. So for yeah. that reason, that's, I'm toasting Oates. 
Yeah, how about that 21 points from Quinn off the bench? Yeah. Nice. It was a little bit too much Quinn in overtime. Yeah. It was like isolation every time down court. And that's why it went to four overtimes. Because they got away with they got away from what they were doing all game. Right. And it was just Quinn driving a hole, Quinn driving a hole. And and that Alabama missed so many freaking layups. If they could have made a few layups or a couple more free throws. Yeah, game would have been over. Game over a lot sooner. Yeah, but. exactly. You know, it happens. It's a good good learning experience. It, you know, it shows them. They can play with any. Oh, any, yeah. Any, you know, and they got uh, in about uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, they get number one again because now Houston is number one. That's true. And, uh, you know, we played them last year yeah. in Tuscaloosa, so this year we have to go to Houston. Uh, so that'll be a, another chance for Alabama to – Pretty strong, pretty strong out of conference schedule. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's one thing about Coach Oates. He he's not afraid to you know we yeah, battle he, test he, it. He I plays, think it's the key to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, for sure. yeah, because he he's been scheduling Baylor <laughs> and Houston right. and Gonzaga. You know all these preseason. So yeah, like you said, it gets you ready for for the tournament because you've already gone up against the best of the best. So right, you know, typically the SEC is a you know top heavy little. Little weak in the middle and in the end, so I think playing these yeah. tough OCCs or although there's a, there's you know between Alabama, Arkansas, yeah, this Tennessee, year might be a little different for sure. Kentucky. LSU's a, a you know is a decent middle yeah. of the pack. Auburn, we Auburn, really didn't talk yeah. Auburn, but you know Auburn has to be mentioned in the SEC for basketball. So let's go to your opening toast. Let's move on to to Coach Harbaugh and the <laughs> Michigan Wolverines. How, how did I not know that was coming, man? It's special. That's special. I mean, from a longtime Michigan football fanatic, you know, I grew up a Michigan fan and unfortunately wasn't allowed, wasn't able to attend the University of Michigan, which would have been my first choice. But, you know, to see to see the tables turning a little bit on the Buckeyes does my heart some good. Um, two back-to-back, you know, embarrassing victories over the Buckeyes, I think, just and, and winning for the first time since 2000 in the shoe, I mean that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just have to, I have to, I have to toast Coach Harbaugh in Michigan and the Michigan faithful because I, I doubted you preseason. You know, I, I really, honestly, you, you, I was struggling. You, yeah, you, you. I won't say you doubted them, but you, you probably went 51, 49. Yeah, I mean, I because I, and we both said that. We taken Ohio State just because this year's Michigan Ohio State game was in Ohio. Right, that, but that for, is what we did. Say. But for the past few weeks, you've been saying Michigan's yeah. going to do it. They're yeah, you could, it. you could see a change. You could see a change happening, and and Michigan's defense. Um, I mean, they rose up. I mean, Stroud still and amazing. they did it without their best player. Yeah, yeah, two two Corum, two carries, two strong players. You know, were out. So, you know, I think uh, that bodes well for Michigan going forward. And I, I honestly think they can – I think they can win it all. I did see I really where did. Uh, the backup quarterback is yeah. entering the transfer portal. Yeah, I kind of I kind of figured that was coming. You right. know, his his day was done at yeah. Michigan. J.J. Is, is, has definitely had a game of his, of his life, you know. I mean, he hit some wide-open kids, but he also made some very good throws, very good decisions. So – um, it's been a long time waiting yeah, on a quarterback the, like that. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll probably need to talk a little bit about the transfer portal and recruiting classes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's about that time That's of the year. It. You know, the first 
first of <laughs> December rolls around, that's when that's, that's right. when you start having those discussions. Bama picked up a nice recruit yeah, today. Yeah, they, they picked up a four-star wide receiver today. That's right. That's with, right. With a lot of upside. So that number one recruiting class got a little stronger. It did. It did. We need some wideouts. Yeah. Although uh, Jacory, yeah, no, no offense to the current ones we have on, because yeah, I mean J- I think Jacory and Burton's looking better the last few games. Uh, this this couple of freshmen are starting to step up their games, so we need some we need some top some take the top off guys. I think we all know that. So. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. With that 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 blazer. All right. Well, yeah, we'll raise our glasses raise our glasses to uh, a couple of well deserving coaches who have done a, a fantastic job with that's their, right. So, Coach Oates and Coach Harbaugh, Coach Khaki. Coach Khaki, <laughs> Coach Weirdo, man. He's weird. He's weird. I get it, man. I get it. And I doubted him, too, man. But I I got to tell you, he's definitely he's definitely the best thing Michigan's anyway, got going. Thanks, coaches. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Of course, this next segment is known as the Scumbag of the Week. Scumbag. So, why don't you go ahead and you start off with your scumbag. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and throw Auburn back on there, man. I'm I'm disappointed in the uh, supposed coaching hire. Mm-hmm. I thought Auburn, I really thought Auburn was was better than this. You know, you guys have acted very elitist for a long time. You've you've claimed to be above football. You know, I've always heard the the statement that Auburn fans are about Auburn, not just football. Alabama fans are only about football. So it's kind of been rammed in, into our mouths a little bit on on that elitist attitude. And now you're hiring somebody with the background of Hugh Freeze. It just screams, we got to win at football. That's what it screams to me. I mean, I don't want to well, sit here and dog out Hugh Freeze for what he's gotten in trouble for. but Well, you know – the thing about Auburn is, and you're talking about elitist and this and that, who was their last basketball coach hire? Yeah. And what kind of trash did he leave behind and, and turmoil? You know, he he had to come through it with uh, Just Cause. Sure. Uh, Bruce Pearl, obviously, the, the coach of Auburn basketball. So, now this is Auburn turning a blind eye to the, the morals of, of these coaches that they're high because all they want to do is be able to win. It's about winning. You're finally coming around, Auburn. I mean, we've been we've been talking about this forever. Football's king. Yeah. It's king. And and the fact that you're hiring Hugh Freeze with his baggage, I mean, I I, I'm, I can talk about it right now. I mean, just I mean, lack of institutional control, booster involvement, involvement, payment to players. Now I realize, escort services. Uh, yeah, I was even <laughs> going to bring that up, but thank you, Kobe. Escort <laughs> services. I mean, it, now that the NIL is in place, you know, might, he might possibly not get himself in trouble. But good luck with Hugh Freeze and the multi-layer layers of involvement that Auburn is known for meddling in the coaching program. Right. We'll see if Hugh Freeze can handle that. Um, I wish him well. I really do. I mean, I, I don't well, want to you know, just he, call out Auburn because I don't like Auburn because that's so far from the truth. Right. I'm just calling it like I see it. And we've said this on this podcast before, uh, a relevant Iron Bowl is more fun than that garbage we saw Saturday. Right. Because when Auburn scored to start the game, we were still laughing, honestly, <laughs> because you could clearly see pregame that there was a difference in the teams. That, that, it's very noticeable. Right, and 
there were very few Auburn fans in attendance. So they, they obviously lacked the confidence that, that they had a chance of winning. I, I was telling you before we started recording that we were sitting right next to the Auburn players' parents' section. And even they were sitting down and right. quiet the whole the whole game. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they got a little – they got a little loud after Auburn scored first, but but then it was pretty much crickets the rest of the game. No, I mean, <laughs> honestly, uh, the the roster is depleted. The roster is really not not a Hugh Freeze roster. Obviously, not a Hugh Freeze roster yet. It's going to take him a couple of years to even get into that middle of the pack relevancy and I I don't know if he if he can survive that. I don't know with the transfer portal and <coughs> and his uh yeah, he and might. his little black book. He might be able to convince yeah. them. <laughs> there's a lot of hookers in that book, man. That's what, that's what I meant by that little black book. <laughs> the Auburn cheerleading he, team he, might, he, he might he might he might be able to get some some cuz there you know there's some names going out there into that transfer portal. I imagine he's going to try to hit that transfer portal hard. Gonna have to, man. Anyway, that's that's my scumbag of the week. Yes, yeah, so is the universe Auburn University. We predicted it. I made fun of it. You didn't surprise me. I think you surprised a lot. I knew you would. Football's king. Well, my scumbag of the week. You know, I started my toast with with Nate Oates and the Bama basketball team and what they were able to do in the field night invitational. And it was a wonderful event to watch and see. Except for one thing, and that was Bill Walton. And I'm gonna throw ESPN in there too, for because they they were part of everything that was going on. So during the games, we <coughs> saw clips of him eating this big old what they call a voodoo donut. It's about the size of a piece of a small pizza. So he's eat. They got him on camera eating it, <clears throat> icing all in his teeth, all over his mouth, and. <laughs> not something I want. I, I you don't too, really want to see Bill Walton anyway. Yeah. He's not something to really look at. Well, they they showed him almost as much as they showed basketball. Every time they had a chance, they cut to a camera on him and and the other guy. I don't even remember. I don't even know the other guy's name. But anyway, so Voodoo Donuts. They had a they had a clip where he's out there in Portland, out there hugging trees out in the forest. I mean, just sitting there hugging trees. There was another clip, him singing happy birthday to a beaver, a live beaver out in the, out in the <laughs> river. He's got on a birthday, one of them little birthday hats that you wear right. to a kid's birthday right. party, singing happy birthday to a beaver. Well, he is a native Californian. Well, I mean, he played so his I, pro ball in Portland, so he knows. But, right, right. you know, the whole show, he was giving us a history lesson of Portland. I tuned in to watch basketball and, and hear, you know, about basketball, not the nonsense he was pulling. Then there was another clip, you know, the outside the grocery store when we were kids, you'd put the quarter in a little horse and ride it. Yeah. There was a clip of him doing that too, right? <laughs> Riding a horse, so. Nice production. I mean, it, it had nothing to do with basketball, and it took away from, and I mean, you wanted to watch it and just turn the sound off. Hmm. Sounds like a, an SEC game of the week with Danielson. With, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was. Worse than Danielson. At least yeah. Danielson is not right, right. working on his own agenda. He hasn't been so bad this year. No, no. Uh, but this, I felt like this was the the Bill Walton show mm. with a with a with a side of basketball drizzled in. Right. And every, 
The only time he would talk about basketball would be when a, somebody would make a great play and he would say, that's the play of the year in college basketball. <laughs> he had to say that five or six times each game. <laughs> so it, it was just – it's time for uh, ESPN to move on. I mean, I used real. to enjoy when he was the, the, the color guy, you know, because he did have – you know, some insightful information. Yeah. He has lived it and been there and done sure. it. I like the anecdotal side. Yeah, but, but now he's sure, just but... way out there. Yeah, I mean, he too, is a space. Too many that, shrooms, man. too many hits yeah. of acid. It's, it's ca- I mean, it, it, it's caught up with yeah, him. Yeah, he's, so. he's clearly been on the drugs for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's time to uh, not not put us through that anymore. So yeah, that's that's my scumbag. All right, week. Billy it's, Walton. It's Bill Walton slash ESPN because uh, yeah. it could, it wouldn't have happened without ESPN nah, backing ES, it. ESPN's lost themselves, it seems. So yeah, it was it was horrendous. So, well, those are a couple worthy scumbags oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you like you like to say, they always pop their heads up. Yeah, sometimes we have to go, sift through a few of them. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to go looking for them; they find us. All right, well let's let's come in hot with some. Some current events. So, uh, you know, we started out last week on coming in hot talking about the men's soccer team. They had yeah. another another tie. Yeah. Tie to England, so they're in a must-win. Absolutely. A must-win must game against Iran tomorrow, which they, it's very, very capable of being able to beat Iran. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the men's team has really surprised a lot of people, certainly, you know, the youth coming in. But I mean, they they play really they play a good brand of soccer. Good that, defense, anyway. Yeah, very I mean, you good. You think about I mean, the fact that they've played Wales and England, and all they've given up is one penalty kick. Right, right. And that was a stupid penalty in the first place. Yeah. I st- I'm still pissed about that. Yeah, they because were, if you that could take that us, back, they they would be able to move on yeah, rather than be in this, in this in this must win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a must win. I mean, that's their only. Way of advancing in group play is to is to win. Now they still could win first place in the group if they score like six goals or something. In England, in England doesn't. But right. um, yeah, I think the U.S. men's team they look they look good. Great goaltending. Yep. Um, just and, and young, really good young. overall team. Yeah, a lot of young, youth so for hopefully, sure. Hopefully, this is just gonna get better from here. Yeah, I mean, I think Brazil, Brazil, France, and Portugal are still the class right now of the. Of the tournament so far, I mean, those would be the yeah. I think Brazil won today. Yeah, those would be the top three teams, and then of course, you know, you got Argentina who stubbed their foot early, um, won won again at the at the last game they played, um, be about fourth, and then I think England's about the fifth best team. So we'll see. Speaking of soccer, there's a rumor going around that Messi might come play for uh, the Miami oh, professional yeah. team. I, I, I don't know if there's any truth to that or not, but that was. That I mean, he still he still got the game for sure. I mean, I could see him making some sort of a stud tour, you know, yeah. to come to the U.S. and make a tour. That would be that'd be pretty cool to see him come over here and play in in our league for sure. And then the last soccer comment I had was uh, the uh, the Alabama women are in the Final Four. Oh yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, they they won their match. Uh, Last weekend or last Friday, so that put them in the final four, which is actually up the road in Cary. Oh wow! North who, Carolina. who is in the final? You know, I, I'm not even sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I either. was so tied up with all the other things going on this weekend. You know, we we talked. We uh, 
me and Blasco actually talked about going to the soccer match in Riley, and because uh, it was at six o'clock on Friday, but it just wasn't a good time, and I was entertaining so many folks, so you know, grilling steaks and having a yeah, bonfire and all right. that. So it just the time wasn't good, but uh, so we, we we considered going to it, uh, but uh, so then I found out that they won and are moving on to the to the final four. So I need to take our take our talents to carry. Well, and, yeah, I mean, if it's a weekend game, I don't know that I want to go during the week. No, but, right, uh, right. Yeah, I'm a little pissed off about the one o'clock or two o'clock kick for the. For the U.S. team, I mean, yeah, that, those times suck, really. You know, for for the working class, right? Well, but I guess when you got that time change, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have I should have scheduled my time off to watch it, but you know, we'll see how that goes. What well, else? What, what you want to get well, into? We, we we go right into some college football. You know, yeah. we already we already talked about uh, the Wolverines kicking. Let's just kicking that let's ass. Jump into the playoff picture, you know it. Yep. It's I mean, you basically got six. Itself out. There's six teams, you know, that that still could possibly get in. LSU's out. Out. Even if they beat Georgia, I don't yeah, think the committee's no. going to take a three-loss. No. SEC champ. You know, last week I argued for they could make it with the SEC championship and two losses. Considering their two, you know, their their big wins. Yes, you know, but I, at this point, lose that loss to A and M. No, that's inexcusable. They're, they've and, they've lost it. And I really, I really personally would have Ohio State out. I, you know, I, after I, that ass whooping yeah, I mean, at home. I mean, if home, it was on the road, I might could 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 overlook at, it a little bit. But when you lose that bad at home. At home and 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 that resume, I mean, those like, weak W's and who well, in the hell are is is the committee propping up Penn, Penn State? State? Yep, they are. Got to be propping up Penn State because you know you were propping them up for either the Michigan Ohio State loser. Right. That's the only. That's, that's the doing. only and thing that we can. Because if you look at Penn State's game, you know their record and and their game by games, I mean they're just. They're horrible. I don't know how they're in the top ten, and I think it's just poetic justice that Alabama is still technically right. not eliminated. Well, you know, that's going to be interesting Tuesday night to see how the committee ranks Bama and Ohio. Bama, Ohio State, five, yeah. six. I personally would have Bama at five because I, I, mean, I think they're I two squeaking losses on last second plays. I mean, I get it. We don't look. Typical Bama. No. I get it. I no, do. I, but, but, and I'm not so sure this Bama fan wants us to eke into the playoffs. I, I really don't either. But honestly, if we do eke our way into the playoffs because of other teams faltering, it's not because some bias. No. It's because the other teams choke. It's happened to us before where we had a second loss and other teams choked in front of us. Let us back in it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it could possibly happen. I mean, well, USC has to TCU play. TCU struggled with K State. Yeah, and that's who they have to play. USC lost, lost to uh, Utah. Utah, who they have to play. Have of course, to. it was a one point loss, but they I think. Still lost to them. Trying, was that game in Pasadena or Utah? I don't I remember where that game was. I can't remember. Honestly. That. Um, but, but yeah, so I mean, it could happen. I mean, both those teams could wind up losing. But then the question is do you take. Do you still take a one-loss TCU, or does Honestly, do they have to finish undefeated? 
honestly, I think uh, I think TCU TCU has to finish undefeated. I really think uh, it was uh, it was at Utah. Okay, USC. that's what I was thinking. It was a one point. Win. It was a one point. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think TCU has to win out because if if I want to give the SEC the SEC bias talk a little credit, it it, it could come into play here. Mm-hmm. With with them getting beat by K State, especially if it's a double digit loss, if it's a double digit loss to K State and we get bumped up to number five tonight, I mean tomorrow night, I I could see. I mean, because your only other option is Tennessee. Yeah, but, but Tennessee's got no Hendon Hooker, right? So the committee's going to have to. Cons- they, didn't, they didn't struggle putting up points this weekend. They're going to have to consider no Hendon Hooker. Well, yeah, I, I think I think so. Uh, no, I'm not advocating Alabama being no, I, in the playoff by any stretch. I, I mean, I personally, oh, it's the the, the college football community is going to lose their freaking minds if Alabama makes it. This oh, year. it's going to be it's going to be so fun to, <laughs> to watch social media. And the and the people like you said lose their absolute mind, but no, I'm I'm pulling for USC to win and TCU to win. I mean Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. I mean that's what I said. The top four, they, yeah, they about look like a lock at this point. I mean yes, there is still the potential because TCU and USC, they ain't got gimmies. I mean those other two teams are are playing for a conference championship. So I mean there's. There, there's definitely something to play for, for for those teams. TCU, I could see playing a tight one and losing and still getting in. I can see that. USC's already got the L if they lose. They're done. Yeah, they're, they're out. They're, they're done. I think Alabama would certainly bump up ahead of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't see any flipping of the current ranking at this point. I mean, I think if all four went out, this is the ranking. Yeah, Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU three, and USC at four. Same. Um, I could see maybe USC and TCU flipping, depending on how the championship games play out. Yeah, I mean maybe they they would like to see the big blue bloods like Michigan, USC, like an old Rose Bowl game. Right. Like to see that one, but um, you know we'll we'll see how that goes. But and of course, South Carolina knocking off Clemson that that puts the ACC champ out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's uh, that that game was kind of a moot point going in, and then South Carolina pulling the upset. And you know, how about how about South Carolina? Yeah. You know, come I mean, on strong the last yeah couple games. Yeah, maybe uh, Beamer Ball is Beamer Ball is. I like Beamer. I think he's a he was a great hire. And I mean, I think they're I think they're already talking extension. <clears throat> oh yeah, after, I think he certainly uh, after has, knocking off Clemson that that. That, that's a blank check right there. You beat Clemson? That's it, man. That's it. Beamer Ball is here to and, stay uh, at Columbia. Yeah, knocked off that long home winning streak that Clemson had, 50 games oh, or something true. like that's, that. That is true. Yeah, that, that uh, put an end to that, that win streak. I don't remember if it was exactly 50. but uh, Yeah, I don't remember. I should because I was there a week earlier and you, they were talking about the home you, win streak. You, you saw the, the last win of the win streak. I did see the last <laughs> win, and it was – it was an interesting trip. Um, Bryce got a real nice ovation at the end. He he was about in tears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, obviously he's not coming back. Right. I think there was some hope that maybe he could shock the world. But you know, yeah. his 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 wording 
of, of his interviews clearly and then the way he saluted the Bama faithful. Well, he went over to the student section, yeah. you know, and kind of, you know, said his goodbye. And that's when he, like I said, he almost broke down in tears. We had just walked out of the stadium. You know, we were, we were in the tunnel and uh, we heard this loud roar. And oh. I was like, I, I guarantee that was just for Bryce and Turns out that's what it was. I, I wasn't out there to see it, but I heard it. Yeah, he was. He was almost. He was almost my toast. I was down to Bryce. Uh, yeah. Toasting his career and 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 I mean the fact that the fact of the matter is is we, you know, I don't want to say we blew his career because I mean he had. Well, a, the sad thing is, it does, it, you know, unless major chaos happens. Uh, he will not have quarter. He, he's got a national championship right, ring, but not as the starter. but not as the starter. Yeah, that, that exactly. Was under Mac, so he won't have started. And of course, Peyton Manning didn't either, and he turned yeah, out okay. No, I, I, I think Bryce is going to turn out fantastic. I mean, I think he's he's quite possibly the best quarterback that processes. I mean, the way he processes, the, you know, you watch him, the way he's processing the pre-snap and post-snap reads, and the fact that, you know, he's so calm in the pocket. He, he He's a great runner. Oh, yeah. But he just chooses not to. Well, and Saturday he actually had a little quicker uh, decision. escape. Yeah. Uh, you know, he made a little quicker decisions. Yeah. And, and they were correct. And, yeah, I was glad know. to see because he, he rushed for almost 50. It was 47, 48, something like that. Uh, so he – and, you know, to me, he might still get an invite to, to New York for the Heisman. I, I could see him in, in possibly in the top three to five. Yeah, I think the Heisman clearly was secured this Saturday. You think it's Caleb? Yeah, I think Williams' performance clearly. He looked secured. good. He looked good. He looked good. He looked both Heisman throwing worthy. and running. Yeah. yeah, he looked Heisman worthy. Yeah, and, and I think uh, USC's you know, success, you know, clearly speaks to his quorum. You know, quorum not being able to put up any numbers yeah, for Michigan, I think, yeah, hurts his chances. I Stroud, think so too. Stroud laid an egg. Uh, so, like I said, I could see Bryce. Possibly, because well, you know, I don't see a whole lot of separation between Stroud, no, Corum, and, and Bryce. You know, it's definitely been probably with I, – I, I can't even remember the past 10 years where it's been so, like, I don't know who's right. leading the pack. Yeah, I think – well, you know, and Hendon Hooker, too, I think he was – Yeah, Hendon Hooker was New York bound. He was, yeah, he to, was definitely top two yeah. to three. You know, I, originally I would have said, you know, Stroud, Hooker, and, and Caleb Williams – uh, not not at the start of the season, but right. you know, six seven games in, but but now yeah, like you said, I think Caleb's pulling away. Yeah, that game he had Saturday. I mean, I watched I watched the majority of that game, and he, I mean, he just he was impressive. Yeah, he was impressive. If he, I mean, if he handles his business this next weekend, that that should completely lock it up. Yeah, in fact, I I think he's <clears> almost <throat> locked up number one draft pick. No, he, well, the you're talking about the following year. year. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, following yeah. year. I mean, I mean, he's he's got it all. He, he throws a good ball too, and, and he's, he's got better size than like yeah, a Bryce Young. Yeah, he's got really good size, and that blazing speed and his elusiveness was just. I mean, just I've never really watched him. I mean, the last time I watched him, he was a freshman, and so I really didn't give him too much credit at that he point. Was, well, when he took over for Rattler at Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, but, looked, he looked good, and then he followed Riley to USC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
you know, Riley has an impact on quarterbacks. So, well, you talked about uh, Auburn hiring Freeze. Kiffin decided to stay at Ole Miss. Yep. Uh, I heard uh, Dion said that Colorado offered him the job. Yep. I don't. I don't he didn't That's, say he. He didn't I mean, say he was taking. He said he was interested, but he did. That's know. some wishful thinking. Now Dion's definitely got his sights on bigger and better things. I think than than to go out west and just flounder mm-hmm. at Colorado. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I don't see that happening. I mean, I I don't see that happening. Luke Fickle today, yeah, you know, Luke, announced as the Wisconsin coach. That, I, that surprised me a little bit. No, I mean. I mean, he built Cincinnati into a playoff team. No, I'm not saying it. It, it doesn't surprise no, it me. No, surprised he, you that he left. That, I, that he went to Wisconsin. Yeah. I would have thought he would have hold, held out maybe for a, a top five job. Well, the Buckeyes job might be coming open soon. I mean, Ryan Day's going to be on the hot seat they losing. Was, yeah, they was. But they he's was, already had a run at Ohio State, and he failed. He yeah. failed there. So I think Wisconsin's a really good fit for him. I really do, and I mean, I think. I think, you know, if, if he built what I meant to say, I wasn't questioning what you were saying, but right. what I meant to say about him getting Cincinnati into the playoffs, he can clearly get Wisconsin oh, yeah. to the playoffs for sure. Or at and least make them a Big Ten contender. Yeah, easily. I mean, which they've, they've they already, have been yeah, a Yeah, they've contender, already but been a, a – I mean – I know what you a, mean. A, a, a legit – You know, up there with Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, a legit contender, right. not just winning – I mean, Purdue – is in the, in Big, the Ten Big Ten Championship. Right. I mean, right. that speaks volumes, honestly. And the, the way they've split that conference is head-scratching. But, I mean, I think Luke Fickle makes big sense. Well, you know, the SEC's talking about doing away with the conferences. I know. Or I divisions, know. whatever you want to call them. Not, yeah. not conferences, but doing away with the divisions. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. I mean, I think ultimately, you know, we're going to the super conferences. We're gonna, we are going to do away with it, which is good because I think we can get some – Really good matchups and games that are interesting, especially if we're going to start losing some of the traditional rivalries, which right. I don't know that we really are, honestly. I mean, if you look at things and how, how teams are moving and shifting. so. Well, and I think it makes sense with the expansion to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, of course, Matt Rule took the Nebraska job. Yeah. That's a, and he stole South Carolina's OC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's stealing some Carolina Panther coaches, too, I heard today. Yeah. That there's some Carolina Panthers coaches will be leaving at the end of the season to join his staff. Um, I mean, I think Matt Rule makes a lot of sense back in college. I mean, he he, he did some good things, you know, at, at Temple. Did some good things at Baylor. Um, am I missing a school? I think he was somewhere else, but those were really the two. Yeah, that, those, that those he, he built into a, a, you know, a really good program. So, I mean, I think so honestly. I don't think Temple was his first head coaching job. but Yeah, I and mean, he comes from the Penn State ranks too, but I think he was an assistant there. But um, I don't know. Nebraska seems like a purgatory. You know, I don't, I don't know that we'll ever see Nebraska like we did in the, in the early 90s. You know, with Tommy Frazier at quarterback. I mean, those two years of dominance that we saw in Nebraska, I don't think we'll see that again. I mean, but you could. I mean, I don't want to ever rule the program out. Obviously, Cincinnati made it into the playoffs. So, I mean, Nebraska's got some money out there to to make a difference. So, it could be good. 
I also heard that the Michigan State, Michigan, you know, the 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 tunnel tussle. Yeah, seven players were charged. Yeah, one of them was uh, suspended fel- for eight games. One of them was a felonious assault charge. Right. Yeah. For Crump. Yeah, Crump. Kari Crump got eight game suspension for next year. Mm. And then, of course, you know, uh, aggravated assault, and then the seven others, and they got four game suspension and a hundred k fine. And then, of course, Michigan has announced some different security measures for the tunnel, mm-hmm. um, which we kind of knew obviously was right. coming. So um, that that deal is done. Well, some interesting uh, quarterback news going on in the NFL. Sam Darnold, yeah, he he earned himself another start. Yeah, Mike White. Might have, might have sent is Wilson it, packing. Is that my, my scumbag of last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike White came in and uh, he led them. Looked good. So and then, yeah. of course, uh, Deshaun has been reinstated to come back and play next week. Yeah, he's back. He's back. First action in seven hundred games. Is that what? Seven hundred games or day? Is it seven hundred days? No, nah, it can't be games. It's days. I mean, unless you're counting every yeah, single no, game. It's, <laughs> day, it's days. Sorry, seven hundred days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and what? Are, what's Cleveland? Four and seven. I, I, I think Cleveland's four and seven, but technically they're not really out of it. And I mean, brisket. Well, I don't think anybody. Right. Aside from Houston. Yeah. Nobody's really. All the good divisions, all those teams are all good and they're all within a couple of games. And all the bad divisions, you're only a couple of games away from being in first place. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying is uh, Brisket has them fifth overall in offense, 17th in passing. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think Deshaun, obviously, I think he makes them better. If he's ready, you know, obviously 700 games he's been out. Days. <laughs> yeah, I was just kidding. I got you. 700 days he's been out. I mean, we're going to see what he's got, obviously. And I, but, you know, the numbers. Well, I mean, he's still so young, I don't think. Well, he's 27. I mean, yeah, well, that's young. he's young as springtime in the end. Hell, I mean, they're Hulk, already talking Hulk, about Hulk, Hulk, Hulk is 25. I know, but you're, college. College. you're questioning his draft status because he's 25. <laughs> well, now I'm saying 27 is young. Changing your story now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think he makes them better. I think Cleveland – I think Cleveland's happy at four and seven. I mean, I think they would like to have been maybe one game better with with Brisket at their quarterback, but, you know. Well, and you know who uh, Deshaun gets to come back and play. Oh, I know. The first <laughs> game back's against Houston. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Houston's secondary's good. Check the numbers. They're not bad. I mean, I'm not saying they're, they're great, did, but they're in the middle. Did you see Tua put up almost 300 yards yeah, against them in that, the first half? That's Tua, though. That's Tua. That's different. Their defense is so bad, it, it's probably going to cost me a fantasy victory this week. <laughs> and because just, because Tua didn't even play hardly in the second half, so he, I didn't get any stats. Yeah, that was that was crazy. So don't, even, don't even come to me about no secondary. Well, of course, uh, well, now uh, Stingley's out. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Yeah, Mr. Can't ever stay on the field. Stingley's out. Yeah, exactly. Who else? I heard about somebody else today that oh uh well the wide receiver in the for the Rams, uh Rob Allen Robinson. Oh yeah. He's, talking, oh he's hurt. I'm like he's, he's hurt always, every year. He's always hurt. He's out for the year. He ain't hurt. Well, but he's I'm just that's what I'm saying. Year. I mean the, you know, you 
your best trait in an NFL is is being available. Right. Yeah. Your yeah. your best ability is your availability. Right. I knew there was a saying There's in there a somewhere. Saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I didn't even ask you what you're sipping on tonight. Oh, I don't know. We jumped straight from the toast into the scumbag. We couldn't wait to <laughs> roast our scumbags. That oh, yeah, we didn't we even did. we didn't even talk about the bourbon we were sipping on. We did jump right into. I'm I'm sipping on the uh, the wild turkey rare breed. Okay. Yeah, that was last week's, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was it was good. It, it is good. It's got a nice uh, it's got nice front end flavor, back end flavor, a lot of complexity to it. It's good. I just went with just a. Woodford Reserve. Woodford just, Reserve. I hadn't had one in in a, in a while, so I had a bottle over there. I just cracked it open and decided to have a little Woodford. I introduced my family to, uh, you know, they're all all about Woodford. Right. And so I introduced them to the uh, old Forester Statesman okay. this weekend. And they still like the Woodford. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, the Statesman's really good, but they still like the Woodford. Yeah. So. I mean, Woodford's just, it's just a good, it you know, is. it's 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 not real complex. It's, it, there's no hug. Right. It's just, it's just a good, you good, know. Smooth, solid. To me, it's really good for. Mixers, mixers, old fashions. I, or, I mean, I, I really, I really like it in an old fashioned. When I when I make yeah. my old fashions, I'm usually using Woodford. And I, I think Woodford is is better for the novice. Yeah, you know, it's a good higher end bourbon for a novice. Although and, I mean, forty dollars for a fifth, I, you know. Yeah, but you know that's that's what I mean. That's like it's high, a high, yeah, high end exactly. for a novice, and then you you start introducing a little bit higher proof and a little more comp- complexity. And you start getting too much flavors. I think it it was maybe a little overwhelming. Yeah. To them, so <laughs> so they like the Woodford, which is cool. I appreciate that. I was right. Trying to trying to show them something a little bit. Save them save them some money also. <laughs> yeah, that's say Now I think that's probably part of it is economics and probably in my in my household economics is mm. king. <laughs> well, you know so, when when you're when you're retired and like that, you yeah you're on a budget you're on a fixed budget. So yeah. What about Tom Brady? Tom Brady was, two, you know, he was two hundred and eighteen and zero. Oh yeah. When leading with two minutes left, mm-hmm. and he got his first L. Two. Brisket. Brisket. <laughs> Jacoby brisket. Brisket. Barbecue brisket. Got him. Yep. Josh Jacobs. You know the two leading rushers in the NFL. Built by Bama. Built by Bama. Jacobs and. Then Henry. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, man, he's running crazy, isn't he? He is. Golly, I'm happy for him. It's a contract yeah, year, Yeah, that's too. what I was just about to say. He's chasing that money. That's right. Man's going to get paid. Because they didn't pick up his options. Nope. So he That's what, uh, you know, all these, you know, same thing with Saquon. They didn't pick up his option, and he's fixed. Actually, Jacobs, was he a first-round first draft pick? I think so. I don't know. I think so. We, we okay. can find that out. Yeah, no, that's good, man. I, I'm happy for him. Yep, yep, yep. Russell Wilson having some troubles with his team, which he's been having troubles with his team. Well, I, got into a little tussle with. Somebody asked me about that today, and and they they asked me, you know, my opinion on what what are the Broncos going to do with Wilson. I said, well, the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to fire Hackett and bring in another coach, and then if Russell's still failing after they bring in another coach. Then they might have to figure out what they're going to do with Russell, but they got too much invested in Russell right now. Yeah, be a tough. money and con- and trade trade a draft pick. I mean, they've got so you you at least got to give him a you know 
new opportunity with a, with a different coach and staff. Mm. And uh, yeah, and, that, that's true. And that's true. then, but if 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 you can't fix it that second time around, I think you, at that point you do have to you know try to trade him or something to uh, recoup some of the value you you gave away for him. But uh, yeah, that things ain't. I, coming home from work this this evening, I heard on the radio they said that. Carson Wentz has thrown more touchdown passes this year hmm. than Russell Wilson has, and Wentz hadn't played since week six. Right. <laughs> so I was just about to say, when was the last time he played? Yeah, yeah. So. It, yeah, it's bad, man. It's really bad. And so, he and he and he has receivers. Yeah, it's not I mean, like he's lacking weapons. So yeah, I mean, I really thought that them. Adding Wilson to that already stout defense and the good weapons. Of course, they lost their run that, that running back that yeah. was so good. Yeah, that didn't help Devontae. matters. Um, so that hurt. But they still had Melvin Gordon, who's good when he remembers to hold on to the football. Right, which who they released. So. <laughs> but no, Cortland Sutlin, Jerry Judy, a couple of tight ends that they got that are good. Yeah, yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense. KJ Hamler. I mean, yeah. they, they do have some. Yeah, they've got some. They got the. The, the trifecta of receivers as far as speed guy over the top, mm-hmm. big guy in the middle, Jerry Judy in the, the slot. Yeah, the route running. So they, they definitely have have the weapons, but I don't know what's going on. I guess you have to look at the offense. You just have to look at Right, and that's why I said I think I think they're gonna they'll probably try to find somebody that can build a system that fits Russell Wilson better. Yeah. Uh, that's a better match. Yeah, it clearly doesn't look like a fit. I mean, I know Russell Wilson's had issues in the past with teammates, but his I mean, play he, on the field has still been been really good, you know. You know, it's like the the diva, the NFL divas has switched from the receivers to the quarterbacks. <laughs> you know, with Aaron Rodgers, with Zach Wilson. Russell Wilson, you know, I, I heard he's got like his own private office hmm. at the, at the uh, training facility, and uh, you know, they they said on the flight over to um, England when they played their game in England, he was like going up and down yeah. the aisle doing like high knees and stuff while the rest of his teammates were trying to sleep. Right, know? right. Yeah, he just and putting it on social media. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, he was putting that on social media, which was trying to really bizarre. I don't think. Hey, his look at me. Yeah, look at me. I don't think his teammates liked it a whole lot. You brought up you brought up diva quarterbacks. You know what about Aaron Rodgers exiting out of the game with a with an apparent rib yeah. rib injury? Well, he said he's going to keep playing as long as he can. I mean, you know, it, there's going to be further tests done to see the extent of the damage, but. He, he's saying as long as they're in the playoff race, he's still – Love came in and looked effective. Yeah, I mean, at this, looked, at this point, I think Green Bay would be better off if, if Rodgers did sit out and then they could see what they had in Love. I'm wondering if maybe that's what they're going to do with this injury. Right. You know, maybe tell them, hey, we want you to take a break because this is kind of like the same transition from Favre to – to, to him, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know, and Love's been sitting behind him for, what, two years now? Three years? Three. Three years he's been sitting behind him learning. They said he has a 
like an incredible grasp of the offense, which he should. <laughs> He's had nothing but time to study. <laughs> Fresh legs. He threw a dart. He threw a dart when they needed to to, yeah. to what's his name Christian Watson on that little crossing route. I mean, I think. I, don't I know. mean, I you know, really, they're really they're good. they're young at the receiver, and you know, you get uh, get that young quarterback and let them kind of grow together. That's right. You know, I, I think it's probably time for them to move, move on from. I do from think Aaron. it's time. I think. I mean, I'd like to see Love in in some starts before you make that judgment. I mean, but he looked really comfortable. You know, and then you if you could send him to like a like the Jets, you know, a team that's got everything except. Of course, we we don't know about Mike White yet, but su- supposing Mike White ain't the answer, you you throw an Aaron Rodgers onto that Jet squad, how good does that make them? Mm. I mean, they. I would take Aaron Rodgers in Minnesota, kind of like Brett Favre when he came to Minnesota. Oh, well, that's what Favre. It's funny because Favre played for Minnesota and for the Jets. Yeah, he <laughs> did. Yeah, he did. I I could see that. Happening. And those were the two teams I was. I, I, take. I don't think Aaron really wants to. Continue to follow down Brett's career path, but uh, looks like he's headed that way. Yeah, that's to be interesting. That's man, that's that's really all I have. Yeah, that, we we, I mean, we discussed all the uh, the topics that I had planned on touching on tonight. Obviously, I think next week we need to maybe do a breakdown of the of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, with the uh, with all the championship games out of yep. the way. Yeah, and the bowls. We can talk about. Yeah, you know, we'll your, do the bowls because come Sunday we'll we'll know. That's true. What all the matchups are. So yeah, we can we can do that next week. Have a discussion on the the college football postseason. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds good. Could dominate our conversation, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we 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 kind of been just going off script and just going wherever conversation takes us, but we can always get back into a. A little bit of a yeah, we'll still hot hit the World Cup. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you know. We'll, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, the U.S. Hopefully. is still in it. Uh, so yeah, big big day tomorrow in sports because we'll find out the soccer team's fate. We'll find out who's five and who's six in the playoff rankings. That's right. So it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow. Yeah, it will. All right, well, let's go uh, check out these two uh, cool. Jefferson's reserves. We'll we'll taste them and then yeah. we'll rate that shit. See you at the bar. Welcome to Colby's Bar, and it's time for Rate That Shit. This is the portion of the podcast where we put up a couple, maybe three, bottles of bourbon, and we walk you through it. Colby will give you some background, and we rate it and give you our opinions. Yep, that's what we like to do this part of the show. So, you want to tell them about the rating system, sure. and then I'll tell them about the bourbons. Yeah, so our rating system is based on a scale of one through four. Um, one being the lowest level, we call that a brown bag, and that's, that's uh, it's not good to us. You know, it's our flavor profile. We don't like it. We don't really want to want to order it. We don't want you to serve it to us. And, and we wouldn't recommend you spending your, your hard-earned money on it either. So That's right. So, usually the ones... That we, we kind of recommend bypassing That's those. right. Number two, it's getting a little bit better. Um, we like to call that a mixer. Number two could be just a stock bottle of uh, Woodford, for example. We think <laughs> Woodford's a great mixer. It's what Colby's that's, sipping that's on. Like, yeah, I just just took a sip of some Woodford right then. Yeah, yeah, I mean we we like Woodford's in our in our all of our old fashions, whether it's a aged old fashioned or yeah, it's, whatever. It's, it's a good bourbon to have at your bar because. 
pretty much everybody's gonna like it. Yeah. You know, the people that aren't big bourbon drinkers will like it. They might like it, like you said, in an old fashioned or with some Coke or whatever. Uh, and then more experienced bourbon drinkers, they're gonna be okay with it. It's right. not. It wouldn't be their first choice. Exactly. But they're gonna be just fine drinking it. It's, yeah. As you move up, as you move up the scale in bourbon and start to really drink a lot of different types of bourbon, you tend to you tend to find out that Woodford isn't exactly yeah, top shelf. You know, once upon a time, it was top shelf for us, but Absolutely. now it would be our bottom shelf, really. Yeah, you know, or our, a daily drinker. Exactly, yeah. You know, we now we're going to start out on the lower end with a, a Buffalo Trace or a Maker's Mark or a Woodford and then work our go, way up, up for to, sure. to, the, to, to the more complex and interesting bourbons. That's so. it. And moving up the scale... Number three to us, number three is is a is on the rocks. Um, it's more than likely for us. It always tends to be a higher proof, mm -hmm. something that you know doesn't fit our profile. We like something usually around the one hundred proof range. Above that, you might want to throw a cube in there and dilute it down and sip on it. And then, of course, last but not least, the the best way, in our opinion, to sip your bourbon, to taste your bourbon, and to to sample your bourbon is neat. is neat. Yeah. Yeah, and anytime I try bourbon, even if I'm like at a bar or a restaurant or something Absolutely, like that, yeah. I'm always going to tell them, bring it to me neat. Right. If I'm not that happy with it, then I might tell them to bring me some rocks on the side. But I'm always going to taste it neat first. And yeah. And really see what that bourbon's about, That's see what right. I think of it. So, so what we have here today is two of the Jefferson Reserves. You know, when we did our nautical theme tasting uh, right, way yeah. back when, we did the oceans, the Jefferson's Ocean, and we both gave it a four, neat. Uh, so it was, it was very good. And that uh, was Voyage Twenty Four. Twenty Four. If, if you're going yeah. out shopping, there's different voyages. We won't discuss that, but Voyage Twenty Four was uh, was definitely the, it was good. So what we have here is uh, the Jefferson Reserve, very old. So these are three. Uh, they're blended. With three bourbons, and the bourbons that they use are aged anywhere from eight to twenty years. <laughs> Obviously, because of the price of bourbon nowadays, they're not going to use a whole lot of the twenty-year stuff sure. to to blend down and put. These, these also are sixty dollars. Both. So 16? yeah, they're both. They were both fifty-nine ninety-five. Okay. Uh, which kind of surprised me. I, I thought the uh, the single barrel would be a little more expensive, but they were the exact same price. Um, so we're gonna start with the, the just the, the very small batch of the Jefferson's Reserve. Like I said, $60. Both of them come from the Kentucky Artisan Distillery in Crestwood, Kentucky. Uh, so there is not a Jefferson's dis Distillery. It's, okay. it's the Kentucky Artisan and they, they do a couple. I think there's a, a Billy Goat or something like that and a Whiskey Row uh, bourbon. So they, they do a couple of different uh, brands at, at the uh, it's, some people call it CAD, K-A-D. Mm. Uh, so the very small batch is 90.2 proof. Okay. Your aroma is going to be honey and nutmeg. Nutmeg. Let me scroll that a little bit. I didn't get I didn't get a whole lot on that first. No, it's not a whole lot of nose to it. I do get a little sweetness, a little honey. Yeah, now that I, now that I swirled a little bit, I'm, I am getting a little... I don't know about nutmeg, but I'm I'm definitely getting you know some honey and some some nuttiness to it. Right. Well, now your taste is supposed to be caramel, toffee, and 
and cinnamon and kind of have a... I ain't getting a lot of legs. No, and, and it's not supposed to have a real long finish. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Real sweet, real sweet up front. I get a little, I get a little fruitiness on the back end. Yeah. You're right. Not a big hug to it. Not a lot of, not a lot of complexity to this bourbon at all. Nah. It's a nice flavor. It, it's a good bourbon. I don't know that it's a sixty-dollar bourbon. You know, I don't know that it's. Much better than the Woodford I've been drinking during the show. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. A little, little disappointed. A little disappointed. For sixty dollars, I'm a little disappointed. For sixty dollars, I would downgrade it easily. I, that's to what a two for me. That I, I was thinking the same. That's why I, I reiterated that it is sixty dollars because yeah. if it was thirty five dollars, I might would give it a three. Not for not to make another plug, but <laughs> for sixty dollars, yeah. Not even doesn't even compare all the way sixty yeah. bucks. I mean, when for those not watching on YouTube, that was a bottle of chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking everyone's why everybody should be watching That's bourbon right. buzz and ball. I know it. Yeah, no chicken cock for sixty bucks easily. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, I'm I'm okay if I never have another drink of that again. Not for sixty bucks. I mean, I I can think of you know we could we could probably for twenty minutes talk about bourbons yeah. that we would. Put ahead of that, and a lot of bourbons half that price. That I not a lot, but there's some bourbons half that price that I would clearly go for over that one. Yeah, this disappointed for the price. Yeah, like I said, the taste is not bad. Good it's flavor. A, it's a it's smooth. Good. There's there's not a lot of. It's done after the upfront yeah, yeah, taste. Yeah, it is. You it, know, it, it's pretty much over. Yeah, it, exactly. Didn't coat your mouth. There was no complexity mm -hmm. to it. So you know, if you're a, if you're just starting out, you know that. That, that might be something that hits your palate and you love, but you know if you've sampled a lot of bourbons, I can see that 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 one would clearly be forgotten. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, I'm. It's a solid two for me. Yep, solid two. I, it, it's good enough taste that I'm not gonna downgrade it to a one. Right. Yeah, for uh, sure. But uh, but for sixty dollars, it, it's it's a two. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's move on to the single barrel. Now this is stepping up in proof a little bit. The single barrel is a hundred proof, and it's same thing. You know, it's blended bet between the, the different aged bourbons. I'm and not big, uh, I'm not a big fan of the color. You know, I, I'm always a little bit turned down by the goldish, like a honey color. Yeah, yeah. Golden. Unless it's you know, unless it's one of those cheaper honey bourbons where you're not expecting a lot. But out of sixty dollars. I do expect a little bit more age. It does have a a, a a lot nicer nose to it. Now this one, the way they describe it is leather, humidor, and fried apple pie. Let's let's talk about that a minute. Leather <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Typically, I don't like to drink on leather. You know, I remember I, I like shagging balls, chewing on my baseball glove, and and that always had sort of a bad taste to it, but. I don't know. It's got a little bit more leg to it, which it's, it's definitely a got a, a, proof a, a sure. yeah. You definitely get a lot more notes in in the nose. Now your flavor is supposed to be cinnamon toast, toffee, and brown sugar. 
I'm not going to kid you not. Up front, as you were saying cinnamon toast, I was thinking cinnamon up front. I'm still trying to figure out that nose. The last I said, it was kind of big. Kind of big. And <laughs> Guess ain't bigger. I'm not going to be able to fit it in this Glen Cairn. I'm going to have to just go with a regular rocks glass. I, I got cinnamon on that one, man. Wow. I got I got some cinnamon toast and a and a little you know sweetness on the back end. Yeah, yeah, that one's definitely better. The single barrel is definitely better, and that little extra proof gives it a little bit yeah a little bit longer finish. I'm definitely getting cinnamon toast on that one. Some vanilla, some honey, that brown sugar on the end. Yeah, a little. What you what what dessert did you call it? Well, they said on the nose, fried apple pie. Fried apple pie. Then I didn't. I didn't get. I really I didn't, didn't even get any fried apple. Well, I didn't pie. even really get any fruit out of that. No, I got some cinnamon, some some toastiness, some honey, some sweetness. You know, it, it felt like a dessert. So I'll go with the fried apple. Well, pie. and now that I've taken a couple of sips and re-smelling it, I do get a, a little apple. Now you said that one's sixty. Yeah, they were. They were they so were, so this one's clearly clearly better. Way better than this right. one. Not like it's not even close. This one's like boring. Yeah, I still wouldn't rate the single barrel a neat. No, it's not. It's a neat still for only going to be. It's a, a it's, definite it's, solid. Yeah, three it's for still me. only going to be a three for me. But you know, if you, if you're choosing between the Jeffersons, go with the Ocean first. Yeah, the Ocean first. Go with the single barrel second. And then leave the the, the very batch. small batch. Yeah, leave it on the shelf. <laughs> I, I ain't lying. That's true. I mean, if That's I'm gonna true. spend sixty dollars, I'm gonna go get a bottle of chicken cock before I'm gonna get that bottle of. Yeah, no. If someone gives you that as a gift, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, or if you're just trying to complete, you know, I, we've got a lot of friends that right. that like to have the complete sets. Yeah, exactly. So if you if you're completing a set, by all means. Uh, but, but just don't pop the top because you'll be disappointed. Or, 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 or give it to your guests. Yeah. Or put it in your own barrel. It might be. Yeah. Might be something else. You know. Nice start. Again, I, I'm always a little turned off by the uh, the honey, the the goldish yeah. hue of some of these bourbons, especially you know if you're talking about mixing it with a 20 year I mean I'm like you said it's probably a very small amount yeah it can't be but it, it, it's not dark enough well we've had a 22 what didn't we have a 22 year bourbon that didn't even it wasn't even dark yeah, it looked I mean, like it was a three year it did man it was questionable but no I that, that one's clearly a good that's a good bourbon there yeah I like that single barrel I liked it I like that single Nice bottles too. I like yeah, the, I like the Jefferson's. Yeah, the Jefferson's bottles, bottles are, are good looking bottles. Uh, like I said, I, I would rate the ocean the best, the single back I mean single barrel second, and then the very small batch. Right. From, of the three, you know, I know there's still a couple of yeah, other sure limited releases that are out there. I know they've got a rye also. Uh, but uh, so yeah, just to recap, we rated the Jefferson Reserve. Very, very old, very small batch. We rated that a two. A two. That would be a mixer. A mixer. And we rated the single barrel, which is also a very old, very small batch. We rated it a three on the rocks. Three on the rocks. 
So. That one, that one could have. I mean, I could definitely like next week podcast. I, yeah, I'll be. Probably, that's what I was just thinking. Next week, I, that's probably what I'll be drinking during the podcast. Yeah, that one. That one's a good, good sipper as well on on the neat, but on our scale. Right, right. It, it's got to fall on the on the scale of three it's for gotta, us. Yeah, it's got to be a three. All right, we're good. Cool. All right. Another another good podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Good, good convo. Got a great week coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, there's going to be some some good hot topics next week. Next week we'll probably pretty much dominant uh, college football. Yeah. A little pro bowl season. Yeah, yep. yeah. We got bowl season. We got the all the conference championships are going to be done. Yeah, Saturday, Friday and Saturday are all the conference championships, and then Sunday will be the selection committee with the bowl selections for the ones that aren't in the playoffs so yeah good time good time and then hopefully we'll still be able to talk about the, the men's soccer team yeah world cup convo so. next week hopefully we can be toasting the uh u.s men's team for yep. sure yep. Yep. They're, they're young they're looking good yeah they're yeah. looking good come on guys do just it. score one get one of them <laughs> no, in the net score two <laughs> yeah get them in the net man we had some chances against england there weren't many, but we had some chances. Yeah, I mean, England uh, dominated the possession time. Yeah, yeah. So it's anyway. hard, hard to score if, if you don't have the ball. That's right. But anyway. All right, well, let's, uh, let's wrap up this episode, and uh, we'll be back next week for number 2-0. Put our socials up there. I did not switch them up there. Yeah, check us out on our socials. Hit us up. Bourbon Buzz and Ball and PR at gmail.com. And of course, we're we're on all the socials uh, Instagram, YouTube. We got TikTok. Uh, TikTok um, what Apple. Else we got? Apple, Spotify. Yeah, we got them all, man. Check us out. That's right. Hit us, like us, share us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. That's right. Cheers. Cheers.